0: Today is July the 7th. Today, Isaiah tells Judah that Jerusalem will be spared. reading through the Bible in a year today, I'd like you to read Isaiah 28 to 30. Now, remember the historic situation in which we find ourselves. Assyria is now the nation that is uh, attacking. Samaria has fallen, and Assyria now turns its attention to Judah. Well, in chapter 28, Isaiah prophesies about Samaria. It says the proud city has fallen. Uh, They have been taken in exile. In 29, he then turns his attention to Jerusalem. And of Jerusalem, he says that Jerusalem will also, will, uh, uh, unlike Samaria, will be spared. But in chapter 30, he's very careful to say, Jerusalem will be spared, not because of her trust in Egypt, oh no, instead, um, chapter 30, verse 18, Judah turned to Egypt for trust. But in chapter 30, 18, the Lord must wait for you to come to him so he can show you his love and compassion. For the Lord is a faithful God. Blessed are those who wait for his help. He tells Judah, you've made a mistake. Don't go to Egypt. Wait on me. I will deliver in my timeline. Enjoy today as you read Isaiah 28. To 30. Isaiah 28-30, to 30, New Living Translation, Isaiah 28 What sorrow awaits the proud city of Samaria, the glorious crown of the drunks of Israel? It sits at the head of a fertile valley, but its glorious beauty will fade like a flower. It's the pride of a people brought down by wine. For the Lord will send a mighty army against it like a mighty hailstorm in a torrential rain. They'll burst upon it like a surging flood and smash it to the ground. The proud city of Samaria, the glorious crown of the drunks of Israel, will be trampled beneath its enemy's feet. It sits at the head of a fertile valley, but its glorious beauty will fade like a flower. Whoever sees it will snatch it up as an early fig is quickly picked and eaten. Then at last the Lord of heaven's armies will himself be Israel's glorious crown. He will be the pride and joy of the remnant of his people. He'll give a longing for justice to their judges. He'll give great courage to their warriors who stand at the gates. Now, however, Israel is led by drunks who reel with wine and stagger with alcohol. The priests and prophets stagger with alcohol and lose themselves in wine. They reel when they see visions and stagger as they render decisions. Their tables are covered with vomit. Filth is everywhere. Who does the Lord think we are, they ask. Why does he speak to us like this? Are we little children just recently weaned? He tells us everything over and over, one line at a time, one line at a time, a little here and a little there. So now, God will have to speak to his people through foreign oppressors who speak a strange language. God has told these people, here's a place of rest. Let them weary rest here. Here's a place of quiet rest. But they wouldn't listen. So the Lord will spell out his message for them again, one line at a time, one line at a time, a little here, a little there, so that they will stumble and fall. They'll be injured, trapped, and captured. Therefore, listen to this message from the Lord, you scoffing rulers in Jerusalem. You boast we've struck a bargain to cheat death. We've made a deal to dodge the grave. The coming destruction can never touch us, for we've built a strong refuge made of lies and deception. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm placing a foundation stone in Jerusalem, a firm and tested stone. It's a precious cornerstone that's safe to build on. Whoever believes need never be shaken. I'll test you with the measuring line of justice, the plumb line of righteousness. Since your refuge is made of lies, a hailstorm will knock it down. Since it's made of deception, a flood will sweep it away. I'll cancel the bargain you made to cheat death. I'll overturn your deal to dodge the grave. When the terrible enemy sweeps through, you'll be trampled to the ground again and again. That flood will come morning after morning, day and night, until you're carried away. This message will bring terror to your people. The bed that you've made is too short to lie on. The blanket's too narrow to cover you. The Lord will come as he did against the Philistines on Mount Perizim, against the Amorites at Gibeon. He'll come and do a strange thing. He'll come to do an unusual deed. For the Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies, has plainly said that he's determined to crush the whole land. So scoff no more, or your punishment will be even greater. Listen to me. Listen and pay close attention. Does a farmer always plow and never sow? Is he forever cultivating the soil and never planting? Does he not finally plant his seeds, black cumin, cumin, wheat, barley, and emmer wheat, each in its proper way and each in its proper place? The farmer knows just what to do, for God has given him understanding. A heavy sledge is never used to thresh black cumin, Rather, it's beaten with a light stick. A threshing wheel is never rolled on cumin. Instead, it's beaten lightly with a flail. Grain for bread is easily crushed, so he doesn't keep on pounding it. He threshes it under the wheels of a cart, but he doesn't pulverize it. The Lord of heaven's armies is a wonderful teacher, and he gives the farmer great wisdom. Isaiah 29 What sorrow awaits Ariel, the city of David? Year after year you celebrate your feast. Yet I'll bring disaster upon you, and there will be much weeping and sorrow. For Jerusalem will become what her name Ariel means, an altar covered with blood. I'll be your enemy, surrounding Jerusalem and attacking its walls. I'll build siege towers and destroy it. Then deep from the earth you will speak. From low in the dust your words will come. Your voice will whisper from the ground like a ghost conjured up from the grave. But suddenly your ruthless enemies will be crushed like the finest of death. But suddenly your ruthless. But suddenly your ruthless enemies will be crushed like the finest of dust. Your many attackers will be driven away like chaff before the wind. Suddenly in an instant, I, the Lord of heaven's armies, will act for you with thunder and earthquake and great noise, with whirlwind and storm and consuming fire. All the nations fighting against Jerusalem will vanish like a dream. Those who are attacking her walls will vanish like a vision in the night. A hungry person dreams of eating, but wakes up still hungry. A thirsty person dreams of drinking, but is still faint from thirst when morning comes. So it'll be with your enemies, with those who attack Mount Zion. Are you amazed and incredulous? Don't you believe it? Then go ahead and be blind. You're stupid but not from wine. You stagger, but not from liquor. The Lord has poured out on you a spirit of deep sleep. He's closed the eyes of your prophets and visionaries. All the future events in this vision are like a sealed book to them. When you give it to those who can read, they'll say, we can't read it because it's sealed. When you give it to those who cannot read, they'll say, we don't know how to read. And so the Lord says, These people say they're mine. They honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is nothing but man-made rules learned by rote. Because of this, I'll once again astound these hypocrites with amazing wonders. The wisdom of the wise will pass away. The intelligence of the intelligent will disappear. What sorrow awaits those who try to hide their plans from the Lord, who do their evil deeds in the dark. The Lord can't see us, they say. He doesn't know what's going on. How foolish can you be? He's the potter. He's certainly greater than you the play. Should the created thing say of the one who made it? He didn't make me. Does a jar ever say the potter who made me is stupid? Soon. It'll not be very long. The forest of Lebanon will become a fertile field, and the fertile field will yield bountiful crops. In that day the deaf will hear words read from a book, and the blind will see through the gloom and darkness. The humble will be filled with fresh joy from the Lord, the poor will rejoice in the Holy One of Israel, the scoffer will be gone, the arrogant will disappear, those who plot evil will be killed. Those who convict the innocent by their false testimony will disappear. A similar fate awaits those who use trickery to pervert justice and who tell lies to destroy the innocent. That's why the Lord who redeemed Abraham says to the people of Israel, My people will no longer be ashamed or turn pale with fear. For when they see their many children and all the blessings I've given them, they'll recognize the holiness of of the Holy One of Jacob. They'll stand in awe of the God of Israel. Then the wayward will gain understanding and complainers will accept instruction. Isaiah 30, what sorrow awaits my rebellious children, says the Lord. You make plans that are contrary to mine. You make alliances not directed by my spirit, thus piling up your sins. For without consulting me, you've gone down to Egypt for help. You've put your trust in Pharaoh's protection. You've tried to hide in his shade. But by trusting Pharaoh, you will be humiliated. By depending on him, you will be disgraced. For though his power extends to Zoan, his officials have arrived in Hanes. All who trust in him will be ashamed. He will not help you. Instead, he will disgrace you. This message came to me concerning the animals in the Negev. The caravan moves slowly across the terrible desert to Egypt. Donkeys weighed down with riches and camels loaded with treasure, all to pay for Egypt's protection. They travel through the wilderness, a place of lionesses and lions, a place where vipers and poisonous snakes lives. All this, and Egypt will give you nothing in return. Egypt's promises are worthless. Therefore, I call her Rahab, the harmless dragon. Now go and write down these words. Write them in a book. They'll stand until the end of time as a witness that these people are stubborn rebels who refuse to pay attention to the Lord's instructions. They tell the seers, stop seeing visions. They tell the prophets, don't tell us what's right. Tell us nice things. Tell us lies. Forget all this gloom. Get off your narrow path. Stop telling us about your Holy One of Israel. This is the reply of the Holy One of Israel. Because you despise what I tell you and trust instead in oppression and lies, calamity will come upon you suddenly like a bulging wall that bursts and falls. In an instant, it'll collapse and come crashing down. You'll be smashed like a piece of pottery, shattered so completely that there won't be a place big enough to carry coals from a fireplace or a little water from the well. This is what the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel, says, Only in returning to me and resting in me will you be saved, in quietness and confidence in your strength, but you would have none of it. You said, No. We'll get our help from Egypt. They'll give us swift horses for riding into battle. But the only swiftness you're going to see is the swiftness of your enemies chasing you. One of them will chase a thousand of you. Five of them will make you all flee. You'll be left like a lonely flagpole on a hill or a tattered batter on a distant mountaintop. So the Lord must wait for you to come to him so he can show you his loving compassion. For the Lord is a faithful God. Blessed are those who wait for his help. O people of Zion who live in Jerusalem, you'll weep no more. He'll be gracious if you ask for help. He'll surely respond to the sound of your cries. Though the Lord gave you adversity for food and suffering for drink, he will still be with you to teach you. You'll see your teacher with your own eyes. Your own ears will hear him right behind you. A voice will say, this is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. Then you'll destroy all your silver idols and your precious gold images. You'll throw them out like filthy rags, saying to them, Good riddance. Then the Lord will bless you with rain at planting time. There will be wonderful harvests and plenty of pasture land for your livestock. The oxen and donkeys that till the ground will eat good grain, its chaff blown away by the wind. In that day when your enemies are slaughtered and the towers fall, there will be streams of water flowing down every mountain and hill. The moon will be as bright as the sun. The sun will be seven times brighter, like the light of seven days in one. So it'll be when the Lord begins to heal his people and cure the wounds he gave them. Look, the Lord is coming from far away, burning with anger, surrounded by thick rising smoke. His lips are filled with fury. His words consume like fire. His hot breath pours out like a flood upon the neck of his enemies. He'll sift out the proud nations for destruction. He'll bridle them and lead them away to ruin. But the people of God will sing a song of joy like the songs at the holy festivals. You'll be filled with joy as when a flutus leads a group of pilgrims to Jerusalem, the mountain of the Lord, to the rock of Israel. The Lord will make His majestic voice heard. He'll display the strength of His mighty arm. It'll descend with devouring flames, with cloudbursts, thunderstorms, and huge hailstones. At the Lord's command, the Assyrians will be shattered. He'll strike them down with His royal scepter. As the Lord strikes them with His rod of punishment, His people will celebrate with tambourines and harps. Lifting His mighty arm, He will fight the Assyrians. Topheth, the place of burning has long been ready for the Assyrian king. The pyre is piled high with wood. The breath of the Lord, like fire from a volcano, will set it ablaze. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, Isaiah will tell Judah, just don't trust Egypt.